Hello and welcome back to the Physio DC podcast, where we give you PT news and insight into some of the Physio DC shenanigans. Today in our Meet Our Therapist series, we're going to meet Christopher Cousins. Hi, Chris. Hi, Kira. (laughs) So in this series, we're just trying to get a a little insight into some of the providers here at the office, Um, and today's your turn. So I wanted to find out and have your patients find out at what point did you decide you wanted to become a physical therapist? Well, when it became evident that I wasn't going to be a professional basketball player, I started thinking about things I could do which would help people. And I wouldn't have to sit behind the desk as I'd seen my parents do in their professions. And someone from my undergraduate school who had been a year ahead of me in school ran, uh, spoke to me. I ran into her at an alumni event. And she said, oh, you should consider physical therapy. I'm in physical therapy school at, at Emory. I knew nothing about physical therapy. Uh-huh. I was trying to figure out my path after college, what sort of graduate program I'd be in and so forth. Started looking into the physical therapy field. Sounded interesting. Did volunteer work in the evenings at an outpatient clinic here in, in Virginia. And uh, I decided, no, I think I could do this. So this happened for you then in undergrad. So then when you... After undergrad. After undergrad. After, yeah. After okay. I, so when you went to college, what did you major in? Like, what was your path at the I time? I went to Earlham College in Richmond, Indiana. My father taught there. My daughter has chosen to go there. Oh, nice. Aside from this. Uh, I majored in sociology and anthropology. Okay. thought I might be a teacher, a professor, Maybe uh, do some work internationally, as uh, my parents had done. Maybe do some coaching at some level. So, you know, you could see how physical therapy sort of started to mm-hmm. appeal to me in, in several of these areas. Okay, so that's how it evolved. And then you mentioned that you went to Emory for PT school. Now, the friends that kind of talked to you about PT, was that a factor in that? Or how did you decide on Emory? Um, she had mentioned it, and in those days, pre-internet, this is the 80s, mind you, I graduated from <laughs> undergraduate school in 1984, and you had to send away for brochures, and so I got a little mini stack of brochures from different schools. After I contacted the American Physical Therapy Association, APTA, I think they sent me a list of accredited schools, mm-hmm. got the brochures, and you know, you're 22 years old, you're going through your process. <laughs> There was some no way I don't want to live there or I've never heard of this place right. selection. And uh, Emory came up. When I announced that to my parents, my father hesitated and said, well, you know, that's in the South, son. <laughs> and I said, yeah, but it's the new South. It's different. I have a black mayor, Maynard Jackson. It's going to be fine. <laughs> and so I imagine you enjoyed your time at Emory. <laughs> I enjoy, I try to enjoy my time wherever I am, but you know, you're there to do something. Right. And it just so happened that Atlanta was a wonderful place at that time. I think it continues to be. So I lucked out on both counts. Wonderful. And then now, obviously at Physio DC, we're an outpatient orthopedic office. Was this an area of physical therapy that you always knew you'd want to be in because you have the history in basketball and stuff like that or yeah yeah having been in some an athlete all through school high school college so on pretending to be a middle-aged one now <laughs> that was always an interest uh you know i had a dream of of uh, first learning the profession how what is a physical therapist that you know that raw 
lump of professional clays what came out of Emory. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I thought, well, I'd like to learn about orthopedic outpatient care mm -hmm. and with an eye towards sports and eventually have my own practice. So obviously that practice didn't happen right out of school. What was your first no. job out of PT school? And uh, my first job was at Providence Hospital, now defunct here in Washington. Yes. Right? <laughs> One of the oldest hospitals in Washington. They treated Civil War soldiers there. So that definitely was not outpatient ortho. Well, I actually got to do some. Oh, did you? Yeah, you know, you'd, you'd see your people uh, up in the rooms. They would come down to the clinic. And then they had a little outpatient, uh, some outpatient bays with curtains on them. And they asked, my boss asked what I wanted to do, that sort of thing. Nice. And boom, I was off and running with it. Nice. Mm -hmm. But it's nice working in the hospital because you do get a little bit of everything. You, know, yeah, you get that, to see a little yeah. more experiences. It's not my cup of tea, but... Thank God it's somebody's cup of tea because patients still need therapy and patient. Yeah, and, it, and it, when somebody presents to me to this day, you know, with uh, having had some kind of a surgery or a cerebrovascular accident or that sort of thing, I can think back to, okay, this person started here. They were flat on their back in the hospital. Yeah. And I know what the PT requirements were there. We can extrapolate to the situation now, and I think that helps the total picture and the care we give. Absolutely. So I think a lot of your patients may not realize that you held a role with the DC licensing board here for physical therapy. Can you tell us kind of what your role was there and how long you were doing that? Oh, yes. Well, let's see. This is 32 years of practice. I was on that board for 16 years. Oh. The primary charge of the board is to protect the consumers of our community from practice outside delineated regulations of the profession. And as such, we regulated licensure and day-to-day -day practice in all the settings that physical therapists work in in Washington. I felt a great responsibility to the public, to my profession, and my community. So I was happy to do it. Wonderful. It's always good knowing somebody like you, especially as a, a new therapist, because sometimes you don't know if what you're doing is okay. <laughs> but, you, but you could say that if, if you consider me the, the grandfather of this bunch professionally. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to check on granddad. Yeah. And that's why I like working with the sharp young people that we've brought in. You used to be one of those. Right. You used to be. Used and to be young. <laughs> yeah. Now you're a mid-career veteran. It's beautiful. But, you know, our younger colleagues come in and I learn from them. Yeah, definitely. On a daily basis. So it's, it's quid pro quo. It goes right. back and forth. Definitely. And so speaking of your 32-year career, in your time practicing, would it be safe to say that your treatment style has changed or evolved? I know, like, I've only been practicing 14 years, and mm. my treatment style, I think, has evolved hugely. Yes. I, I Oh, certainly. Certainly within the 32 years. I'm always wanting to expand my knowledge base and really bring in as much evidence and research-based practice as I can. My pursuit of training in, in orthopedic manual therapy and more advanced sports medicine practice has really continued, and there are always new things to learn. Yep. And you have to circle back sometimes and say, hey, you know, I used to do this. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can pull that arrow out of the quiver and use it in this case. So, yes, yeah, certainly it's evolving. <laughs> Yeah, I think that if, if your treatment style is not evolving, then you're not a good practitioner. Yeah. That kind of goes for everything in life, but for sure in the medical fields where things are constantly changing, um, there's evidence that's always 
coming up with new treatment styles, treatment plans, protocols. And that's mm. why, you know, as you know, be that holding a space on the DC licensing board that we have to do a certain amount of continuing education every couple of years to maintain mm. our license. And I think that that's very helpful for us to be better clinicians. Thank you, Chris. Oh, it's been my pleasure. with us. And so if anybody is interested in finding Chris, obviously you can find him here at Physio DC. We are available on Facebook. We have an Instagram. Always reach out to us if you need us. If you have any questions, any injuries, we're here for you. Stay healthy, everybody. Bye.